This podcast may contain language that is not suitable for all listeners. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and may not reflect the views and opinions of the hosts. Hello and welcome to another episode of Without Definite Aim. This is a podcast where we use a random topic generator to dictate the direction of a conversation between two lovely lads. I'm one of your hosts and my name is Vincent. I'm the other lovely lad part of this podcast, the the dynamic duo, if you will. I'm Drew. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us on another fine week. Thank you for joining week. us. It was... Uh, it was Drew. It was 85 degrees today in Carlsbad, which is by the ocean. It was spicy. It was warm. If um, if you're not if if it's snowing where you are, sorry, I guess. I don't know. Well, it sucks to suck. We had summer weather in <laughs> January out here today. Sucks to suck. Tomorrow looks like it's going to be another spicy one. It's uh, 84 tomorrow and Sunday apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to get spicy and then this Monday... weekend, and then next weekend it's supposed to rain. So that's what winter is in Southern California. <laughs> and then Monday gets to 75. Tuesday is uh, 64. And, and then Wednesday's like, oh, I'll give you a little bit. You want, you want to go back to a little bit of spice? Let's take it back to 72. And then Thursday is like, you know what? Fuck you. It's going. We're going down again. We're going to 66. And then because you got, I got your hope up too much, Friday we're going to 59. And then we're going to throw some rain in your fucking face. Yep. Yeah, it, it it can it can go from eighty four to fifty nine within a week down here, um, which actually isn't that bad to be fair. But you know, I'm looking forward to the rain to actually be... more than the heat. Um, we don't get a lot of rain down here, that's for sure. Do you ever go outside when it rains and just like open your mouth and get a little get your rain juice on? I uh, can't say that I suck down some rain juice. Juice, um, <laughs> juice, just like pause for a second. He's like. No, 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 no. He's like, dude, have you seen how many layers of pollution that shit fucking shoots through? Nah, bruh. Who wants to fucking suck on that rain Yeah, juice? seriously. Uh, not me. You're like, you're like, yeah, that came through the air above an old people's home. It's just farts. It's just straight. <laughs> the pollution dude, above an old people's home yeah. is just all farts. It's farts and um, dead skin cells. Oh my god! Person dead skin cells. Jesus, dandruff city. You know what they say? I don't know. Uh, They always say that like a specific percentage of dust is dead skill skin skin cells, which I'm sure it is. But a lot, I think it's. I think there's more bullshit to it than it actually is. The truth that like a large portion of it is like some of it obviously is, but not all of it. If it was though, fun facts. How much would it take you to just like lick the dust off of a dusty shelf? <laughs> we can't do it. How much? This oh, sorry. Episode? Is it too? Is it too early? All right, that's okay. No, that's all right. We can save that for another time. Uh, bring it back in. But uh, you know who doesn't have dust on their shelves? No, tell me. Tell me who does not have dust on their shelves ever. Not one day in, in the life of, of ever. <laughs> they don't have dust, but they do have some lovely products made out of stainless steel. 
they're a company called Bentec, and they were established in 1992, and they're based in Brisbane. And they are Australia's only manufacturer of the stainless steel tube. The company then takes the tube in various shapes and forms and manufactures grab rails, handrails, boat rails. Aye, aye, Captain. And a range of other products for the aged care, disability, and transport markets. You can find on wonderful all their wonderful products at www.bentech.com.au. Thank you, Bentech, for believing in us. Uh, because probably a small, like maybe a handful of people do. Maybe more than that, actually. I'd put it up in like the 50 to 60 range. Yeah, about 50, 50 to 60 people each week believe in this podcast. <laughs> I should just find out it's just my mum listening to us like at least 10 times on all the devices. Yeah, she's like, all right, now I need to go over to Spotify. Now I need to go to Stitcher. Now I need to go to Google Play. Now I need to go Repeat. to YouTube. Yeah. Well, if it's your mom and your mom only, I think I'm in love with her. So. <laughs> I think she's in love with your gay alter ego. <laughs> to- fucking Tony, dude. He. Tony. Tony. Tony made a, an appearance at work recently. I don't know if you saw that. I mean, I saw it. I don't know about everybody who saw it, but maybe we'll have, we, we need to do, we need to introduce the listeners to Tony. Yeah, he, uh, uh, he currently has purple hair with green highlights, light green highlights. He has pink eyebrows. He has a monocle. Um, <laughs> he has a white soul patch is his is his facial hair. He has uh, earrings on the top of his ear on the the left side, and on the right side he actually has an earpiece because he is a personality. He's a TV personality. He's a, you know, he's... He just needs to be... You know, he always has a producer in his ear at all times. Um, So that is Tony Tarman. He also has a a gold tooth as well on, on the right side of his mouth, so... That's Tony for Tony you. Tony I mean, Yeah, he's he's destined for great things in the future for sure. When when he's, you know, purple hair with pink some... eyebrows is is widely acceptable accepted. <laughs> White soul patches. He's he's like a, a fucking soul patch too. I don't even know why do they call it a soul patch. Do we know the history behind that? <laughs> no, I Seriously. don't. I don't. It's What's like... soulful about it? It's like, I you know associate what? My with grandpa like trashy just, white dudes. My grandpa just that, like, died. Country and, music, and I can feel his soul. In this triangle area right beneath my lower lip. I think I'm going to call it a soul patch. That's my grandpa's soul patch right there. Flavor saver makes more sense and is also disgusting to think that you can look down there. You're like, oof, got some gravy, some some leftover gravy from lunch. So there's Tony. I'm Tony. showing Vinny. Tony. Uh, I wish we'll you could to, see. We'll have to do a post about Tony on the Instagram so just so people can... Yeah, I forgot. He also has... Um, he also has some green eyeliner as well. And white, he has white pupils or white eyes. Like the color when of his eyes. You started saying pronouncing pupils. I thought you were going to say he has a white pupus. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Cool. That just tells you where this podcast gets to on, on the daily. Just a couple of lads here having a giggle, having shits and giggles. Uh, this episode, uh, if you can't count, uh, Drew has the random topic generator. It's true. It's true. And in it's, just it's one true. momentous moment, one incredible moment, I'm going to press the button. It's going to spit out a random 
uh, word this week. So we're continuing the experiment that was last week because we both had fun. It's going to spit out a random word, and we're going to talk about it. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds great. All right, all right. All right, so if you're ready, I'm going to go ahead and smash this button. Smash it. All right, here we go. The random word is politicians. Those fuck sticks. Politicians. AKA fuck sticks. What do you Do you think there are politicians you can trust? Uh so, sorry for I know the that's pause because I'm kind of loaded, loaded. Yeah, I'm having, loaded I'm question. I'm just thinking so like is there politicians that you believe in that you think that you can that you that you can do because like there's definitely ones like i think more than like uh i i i do believe in everything that obama did and i believe that he did as much as he could do in the time that he had and pol- politicians always overpromise. it's part of the game it's the way that you play the game we all know that like the way that you cast uh, your net to get as many voters and, and potential votes that you can that you want is by over promising. I, yeah. I believe that to the extent mm-hmm. you know. I think I don't know that all politicians have intent to do everything that they promise, but I do believe that some, you know, it's it's they say what they believe in, obviously, but some obviously play the field more than others. Yeah, I do. I do believe that there is a. I think that there is a younger generation coming up in the, I guess, in the country politics, if you will. I'm not very plugged into, like, local politics or even even state politics. But I do feel like there's a younger generation of politicians in the, in, in the House of Reps and the Senate that I do believe in. I do believe in their ideas. And I do think that they're doing that job for the sake of representation and for the sake of improving the lives of the people that they represent. Um, one very polarizing, I think, figure in our country, but one I really I really actually uh, love is is AOC. Um, are, are, are you familiar with, with her? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is her name. Thank you. Saying that so elegantly. Yeah, so she's, I mean, she's a progressive. She's definitely, um, you know, believes in in some of those more uh, left-leaning ideas. And I I, I believe in those things. I I, I do uh, think that I like her, obviously, because I, I, I believe in the, the things that she believes in, but also at the same, at the same time, I think she's doing a really good job about engaging with a younger population. Like she'll do Twitch streams playing, um, video games with like, sh- like really popular streamers and she'll go on with, um, streamers that that get you know maybe 20,000 viewers at once which is a lot of fucking viewers like that's that's a lot and she'll go on and there's 80 90,000 people watching that stream at any given time live which is which is pretty insane um and I think she does a really good job about reaching to the younger population she'll go on she'll play the video game 
and she'll at the same time like explain how the fuck the constitution works you know and this is like really good education for for people who who probably wouldn't get that exposure otherwise um she does instagram live videos on you know ev- basically every week sometimes daily um doing like a q and a or explaining you know how the events at the capitol last week were against the constitution so I, along with the ideas that I believe in and agree with her on, I think she does a really good job. She's adapted kind of to the more digital age and, and kind of grew up in it a little bit. Um, and she's younger. She's like 28 or something like that, which is, which is crazy young to be in the House of Representatives. Maybe she's, is she that young? Yeah, maybe like 28, 29. Um, so I, I like her. I think she's she's great. She She's um, from Brooklyn. She represents the the congressional district in, in Brooklyn, New York. So I think there is a, a to answer your a long-winded way of answering your question, I think there are some uh, newer politicians that I certainly believe in. But like you said, I do think at the same time, like the system is almost built for them to break your trust at some point. If their goal is to continue to be in office, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, it, one thing I'll be honest about and I agree with appreciating like her stance and the way she's approaching everything and playing to obviously people that are maybe of a closer age to her. Uh, I think it breaks down a lot of barriers, which I love. Um, and, and that's like one of the things I remember the most about like Obama, like seeing him go to school and not just stand there and meet the kids, but play basketball with them. I mean, that's one thing that we, we rarely ever saw, you know, presidents do prior to that. But one thing I'll be completely honest about I gave zero, and it's bad, it really is bad, but Trump's presidency more than any other one before that, and even Australia, showed me how important it is to vote. I never voted. I only ever voted in Australia because it's compulsory. Yeah. You don't vote, vote, you get a fine or something like that. Um, But, yeah, that was the only time I ever voted in Australia. I voted in Australia because I had to. Here... It was refreshing to come to a country where it was like, oh, I get the right to not vote if I want to. Mm. But I realized this election with just, you know, everybody knows, we've talked about it before. I'm not going to go into depth about it, just with nonsense going on, that I realized that more than ever as, as a parent to young kids and then also like even friends and family, like the importance of my vote yeah. and where it carries the, carries the country, the country going into the future. Um, but I really didn't care before. And, and one other thing too, I never watched the news cause I always felt the news was depressing. I found ways to kind of digest the, the news through short podcasts and things like that last year. And I'm still doing it this year because there's so much fucking craziness going on, uh, every now and then weekly, basically, uh, that I also listen to the news more than ever. Cause I feel like it's, I'm only digesting it in like, you know, 15 to there's a 15 minute news podcast I listen to. And then a five minute one in the morning when I'm getting breakfast ready for the kids. Uh, and that's pretty much it. I don't really dive into it deeper in the day than that, but yeah, really last though, the last four years showed me, uh, how much it is living in, in America and being a, uh, an American citizen, the importance of my vote, uh, and carrying it to the, not, not just for me, but to think about my kids, yeah, I I'm with you. I I um 
when I was 18, you know, when you just turn 18, you can finally vote. Um, it wasn't that big of a deal to me. I don't think so. Um, but obviously with how polarizing the country has become and how opposite directions we're going, I firmly believe that it needs to go in the direction that I think it should go in and that I, I believe in. And that's, um, you know, if you want to say that's quote unquote to the left, um, which is kind of funny. I, I, I do think that like, if you look on the global scale of politics, if you, if you view politics as like the spectrum, right, where you have right, extreme right on, on, on this side and extreme left on this side, America is actually centrist to, uh, maybe maybe moderate left to like almost extreme right that is where our political spectrum kind of falls in the global spectrum there's there's way other more other countries and actually if you look at it the happier countries are actually way more to the left than america is um and so i i do think that we need to keep going going in that direction because i i do think it just helps the most amount of people um and you know, it takes it takes some of the money that fucking you know, it, you know Jeff Bitchthos is making. You know, makes like fucking. Why does he need fifty six billion dollars or whatever the fuck he makes? You know, like what? Like like honestly, there's only a certain. You can only be so rich before it doesn't doesn't fucking matter. You know. Jen, uh, Jen told me my wife. She told me my wife. My wife. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Fucking Borat. Like, that's forever, like, tainted. Yeah. My life. That statement. My life. It's just fun to say. Hey, Borat's a fun guy. Uh, Jen told me, too, that someone broke down, and I'm sure, I mean, I'm terrible at math, so I'm not going to go into it, but someone broke down how much he made or how much he is is worth and that he could pay, or the money he made last year or something, and he could basically pay everybody in America some ridiculous sum of money or something. Uh, someone wrote an article about, like, how much he could actually give people. But, I mean, I guess that's where it comes down to having a fucking good idea, I guess. So, so check this out. So, uh, this is according to Business Insider on... on uh, I guess February 3rd of last year, and he's even become richer since then. Jeff Bezos, on average, makes $149,353 every fucking minute. Jesus. Every minute, the dude makes more than three times what I make in a whole year. So, at that point, I'm just of of the mindset that he didn't do that much work to deserve that. He came up with a really good idea and it turned in, turned into this money-making cash cow, right? But the idea of like hard work gets you to the, you know, like the amount of hard work that Jeff Bezos actually did does not equate to him making fucking $153,000 in one minute. Like it, he did not put in that much hard work, you know? And so... And especially when you hear about the, like the warehouse stories of Amazon workers and how they like barely get piss breaks, like th- there's something wrong innately in that, uh, where this one guy is making so much money that he doesn't even know how to fucking spend it. Like he he can't even spend his money fast enough, can't even invest his money enough 
because he's making so much of it. I just don't I just don't think that there should be people in this world that make that much money, regardless of how many people use your product, regardless of how many people use your amp, your your fucking website. Like it doesn't matter at, at at a certain point there should be some merit, some investment in the rest of the people in the country. Um and and honestly, if we tax Jeff Bezos, you know, 30, 40% a year, 50, 80% a year, the dude would not, his lifestyle would not change. It would not change. He would have the same life as he does now because he would still make probably like 30, you know, fucking $30,000 a minute. Oh, whoop-de-doo, fucking, God damn it! I went from making 150000 a minute to 30000 Shoot, what am I going to do, you know? So, um, anyways, I just feel like we, we the, by... I guess my point is by taxing the rich, I feel like we can we can help a lot more people um, not be in you poverty, know. not rely on you know welfare services, yeah. social programs as much. I mean, I guess it still would be social programs, but I think there should be more of that. It'd be cool if there was some kind of incentive for the government and politicians to where there was heavier taxes of us on people like him that like you said go back into specific services uh to promote good things like you know programs that teach kids that maybe want what well, i learned yeah, to cook education how to cook, basic meals like yeah basic education things like that but you think there would be incentives to to maybe put it back into something uh that is a positive you know the thing too and i mean maybe that's just, just the way it's all been but i mean at least with politics here in this country because it's a little bit different in australia is I've realized how much, like, all these people, and I, I realized that even though Trump, you know, promoted himself as a Republican, he's not a Republican, he's Trump, and everybody that likes him is a Trumpian, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, is how much the policies of the left suit a lot of these people that, like, love him and follow him blindly, all these, like, <laughs> neck-bearded, toothless <laughs> hicks, basically, Yeah. But you realize, like, how many policies uh, that the progressive, more prog- progressive politicians want to put in place that would help those people. Yeah. And yet they follow these idiots blindly because of, like, little things, little slithers of things that they hold on to that obviously uh, suck them in more and more yeah. because of what a politician will say to them. Well, and I think, I think that this country specifically has this idea that freedom is is more important than anything else. And I think that's a little bit misleading i don't like i don't think that in general um you know you you certainly have the free you have the freedom to say whatever shit you want out loud um you have the freedom to uh you know pick up and move you can get the fuck out of the country you have a lot of freedoms but i think people overestimate the value of freedom like I want to carry an AR and shoot people. That's not freedom. That's a crime. You can't, you're not, you know, I should say you're free to do that, but there are consequences to that. And there's this idea that like this country is land of the free, home of the brave. And at a certain point, like these progressive ideas and policies don't really restrict the the freedom of, of anything. Like we wouldn't be changing the, the first, second, and third amendments of the Constitution, the freedom to bear, you know, to, to the freedom to speech, the freedom of the press, 
the freedom of religion like I, I like th- that's not going to change if anything taxes doesn't it doesn't mean ta- taxes don't mean you're not free to do your shit you know and like you said like like a lot of these policies would actually help these people and they just they're just too they're too dumb to realize that i don't i don't know it's wild. The other thing I noticed, and I think it's just because I've been listening to news more and following politics a little bit more closely than I ever have in my life, is that the other thing I really noticed uh, last year and the start of this year is how fucking ridiculous. Well, so let's just bring up uh, this week uh, they voted to impeach Trump again. Uh, it passed. Not very many Republicans voted, but there was some. I realized how many Republicans, and maybe it's just fear, I don't know. We all know that Trump said the wrong thing and won't own up to the fact that he said he said he doesn't regret it. He's already publicly stated that, that he thinks he didn't say the right thing. But to think how many Republicans think this is like about dividing the nation at this point, it's like if someone does something wrong, you hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who they are. You're going to do it to someone that's murdered someone. Are you just going to let them off because it's... It's too close to their birthday or something? <laughs> oh, no, wait, 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 wait. This guy, yeah, he just murdered this poor innocent man, but it's his birthday on Friday. Come on. Just let him have his birthday, and then maybe we can talk about it. But let him have his birthday first, and then we'll deal with the murder, all right? It's his birthday. He's turning 45. That's a big birthday for him, all right? Let him have his favorite meal with his family. They're going to get him some cake. They've got some nice gifts for him, and then we'll worry about it. But just let him have his birthday first. I just can't, I, it just seems so cynical to me that regardless of the state of where someone's in and they're present, where they're about to get out at night, you hold someone accountable when it's obviously they've said things wrong. And I, I think it is because they know they're going to lose votes in all these, you know, hick states. And I guess they're just playing to their audience, but, and that's, I never realized that more than I ever did like recently that how many of these idiots are just willing to hold on to something regardless of how ridiculous it is. Yeah. I think that's an underlying issue of our, of our country right now, like uh, of our political state is that, um, the, these politicians make decisions on whether or not they'll retain office, you know? And to a certain extent, I get it. Like you, you want to keep representing the people. And if your intentions are good, your intentions are good. But uh, at the same time, you can't, you, you have to do what's right, you know, whether your constituents agree or not. And you know what, there's, there's a, there's a level of, you know, there, there's values and principles that you should be abiding if you're to represent the, the United States of the, uh, of America, if you're, if you're to represent the country, you need to have values. Like I will always do what's right. And in this instance, even though maybe the majority of your constituents are fucking insane Trump people who are just like 100% believe everything that the, that the dude says, it honestly, it's like a, it's a cult following at this point. Like they're brainwashed by this guy and the things that he's saying, Fox News isn't helping. But at the same time, like as a representative, you need to do what's right for the country. And that's impeaching the president. The, the, there is evidence, as found by the FBI investigation, that the insurrection at the Capitol 
the goal was to capture and assassinate certain members of Congress. There's evidence, they have found that out through investigation, that some people, doesn't matter how many, some people in that congregation meant to capture, hold hostage, and assassinate members of our Congress. That is insane. And that, that's because of the president. That's because of the words he said. That's because of the words his lawyer said, Giuliani. That's because of the words his his idiot sons said. It's just insane that that, that is now the talking point for Republicans is, we need to unite the country and not impeach him. No, fuck him. Fuck him. He basically led a mob to the Capitol to cause harm and try to interrupt the rightful constitutional proceedings of of inaugurating a new president like it's wrong so i knew that they felt like there there was more to it i didn't realize they'd found evidence like there's actual evidence to say that there was a plan to assassinate people i know there was like rumblings of like going after pence yeah and pelosi that's why i mean you realize like fucking how much of a gutless wonder fucking Pence is too if he's not willing to is it invoke the 25th amendment is that what it's called mm-hmm. uh you know that they've they've given him the opportunity which is obviously the right thing to do and he's basically saying I'm not going to do that it's like yeah that's because you're a bitch that's why but uh yeah dude this week I mean last year was wild this year is just fucking bananas <clears throat> but and, you know, we're not even out of January yet, but politicians, ladies and gentlemen, politicians. Oh, look at that. Dun, dun. There's a politician calling uh, Drew. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to be arrested right now, live on the air, for <laughs> speaking out against the President of the United States. Uh, <clears throat> I want you, you know, let's, uh, let's have a little game here. Uh, we're going to pretend that a politician was just calling Drew. Drew's going to do his best politician impersonation, and I'm going to guess what it is. So I'm going to do my uh, a politician. Yeah, so a politician was just calling. You're going to pretend to be that politician. I have to guess which politician it is. Okay, okay. All right, here we go. Your best, whoever you feel the most comfortable. No Um, pressure, just whoever you feel. We all know that you're a personator. It's it's obvious at Um, this point. All right, ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to. All right, here we go. I'm trying, right. to, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get into get character. In the zone, dude. Um, just get in the zone. It's all right. Uh, you give yourself a second. Hello. Yeah. Yes. Is is this is this Drew? I I just wanted to call and tell you I did not have sexual relations with that lady. <laughs> I mean, for for a minute when you started, I was like, "Oh, maybe this is Obama," <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, no, 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 no!" I don't no. feel like it okay. was my best, my best uh, Clinton impersonation, but that's all right. Uh, you know what? I always appreciate if you just have give it sexual relations with that woman. Um, I always felt Clinton sounded a little bit dumb until I saw Bush. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um. <laughs> The people of this country will not, they will not take over our capital. Now watch this drive. Huh? 
That was not a good. I was not a good Bush imp- impersonation. I just did like a country accent. That's okay. I haven't. I haven't studied Bush enough. I haven't really even studied Clinton enough. Um, you know what I love about a lot of the previous presidents, Republican or not, they don't like Trump, and I think it's hilarious. Like I know the Bushes don't like Trump. No, no one. No one except these like bitch senators and and everyone like I don't trying to get votes now like. No one else. Everyone else is like this. This fucking guy is for real. Um, all right, I got. I got. Um, I don't think I can do Obama. <laughs> I don't think I could do Obama. In a, in a, in a, Obama, I feel like has like it's very like there's some pauses in yeah. there. All right, here, let me let me try. There's a clear. There's a lot of intent behind yeah. what he says. Let me try. Like what do you want me thought? to talk about as Obama? Give me give me something to talk about as Obama. Uh, talk about cheesecake. Okay. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> I've never tried Obama before. This is live. This oh is the first God. time I've ever tried to do Obama. Okay. I think I, I think it's I can do amazing. something. Now, the best part about cheesecake <laughs> is the crust. Dude, that was pretty fucking good. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> the... The best part about cheesecake is the crust. Now, some people would say that it's the cheesecake. But I don't think I don't think that's it. I don't think that's it. I think it's the crust. Now, you might say, Mr. Obama, what about the whipped cream? And to that I say, it's never about the whipped cream. It's about the crust. May God bless America. And yes, we can. I don't know. Dude. <laughs> Dude. My. Oh, man. I feel, I actually, I'm actually like, I'm actually pretty happy about that. For it being my first that time was... doing an Obama impersonation. Better than you, Clinton. That was no, it was. It for sure was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He has those pauses, mm-hmm. and it's like a, it's like there's some like good positive energy in there, but you feel like it's very intentful. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. And he does. Nothing he does this seems... one a lot. It's not about the crust. It's not about the crust. <laughs> it's about the cheesecake. <laughs> not about the crust. <laughs> I'm overdoing that. You know what? It just makes me fucking sad, though, to have four years of fucking Trump's garbage. uh, And then to hear that, it makes me miss Obama so much. All right. What do you... All right. I got one more for you. I think we all know where this is going, but give me something to talk about for my last politician. Uh, Who do I hope this is? Um, I look, I, I don't... I want it to be anybody because I enjoyed that immensely, but I feel like it's going to be Mitch McConnell. I don't know. That's the vibe I'm getting. Like, you're just going to go for turtle, old, saggy, turtleneck man. Uh, what do I want? What do I want? Uh, let's have you talk about... Let's go completely random. I just looked at a piece of string and I was thinking tug of war. Okay. <laughs> you, I, I'm surprised you don't know where this is going. Okay. Ready? This is another... This is the last politician of the night talking about tug of war. God damn it. Sorry. Alright. Um Okay. This 
is the greatest tug of war team I have ever, ever had. Okay? You have Rudy Giuliani at the front. He's the anchor. He's the best anchor of all time. You have, in second, you have my great, my great, great son, Mr. Donald Trump Jr. himself. He's great. It's going to be huge. Of course, at the back, you have myself. I'm the strongest president of all time. Okay? Now, you might say, it's China. It's China on the other side. It's China. I don't care about China. I don't care. Okay? The U.S., the United States of America is great. We're the greatest nation of all time at tug of war. Okay? No one can ever best us. Not even China. Okay? Not even China. <laughs> oh, man. oh man all i could think of when you said dotty jr was, was like yeah of course he's gonna be good he just fucking did 10 lines of coke dude he's gonna be fucking and my son up as fucking- he's he's taking the supplement i think it's called i think it's called c-o-cane i'm not sure I'm not sure, but it's supposed to help his performance. So he's going to be great as the second guy in line on the rope. Okay? It's going to be great. Is it called cocaine? I don't know. I'm not familiar with the pharmaceutical world. I don't know. (laughs) God damn it. Oh, man. I feel like I'm I'm just like... I'm I'm like a D-list. All right. Let's be fair. I'm like a C-lister impersonator. Like, I'm I'm not like an A-lister, you know, uh, fucking, what's his name? Um, oh, God, what is his name? Why can't I think of it? Well, Jamie Foxx is a great impersonator. Um, it's true. Who's it's the true. guy, like, famous for impersonations? Um, famous for impersonations? Yes. Yeah. Oh, God, what is his I name? Feel like any, I feel like most comedic actors in general, a pretty good... I mean, you look at anybody that's come from uh, SNL. I mean, I know that's part of yeah. the schlick of what that show is, but I feel like most comedian actors in general are pretty good at impersonating characters. God, it's really bothering me. I, I can't I can't think of his name. Um, oh, I, have, I have no idea. I mean, no, he's so kind of like short that... and squatty. Um, God damn it. What is his name? This is really this is really making me Frank Caliendo. Oh, that's right. Frank Caliendo. Have you seen Frank Caliendo? Frank Cal- uh not f- the name sounds familiar. He's like I feel Frank like Frank Caliendo. Yeah, he's like fa- like all-time impersonator. Is he just like one of those impersonators that would just be like everybody? This guy? Do you know who that is? No, no? I don't know. I do not know him at all. all right, well, I'll have to look him up. Kevin Spacey's good at impersonations, although I know that we can't like Kevin Spacey anymore because he's a rapist. So, <laughs> fucking Kevin Spacey, yeah. dude, that was a bummer because Kevin Spacey has been in some great fucking movies. Uh, the last movie I saw him in too, what was it? Um, what was the fucking movie? What was the one with the kid with the uh, the driver? Baby, baby, babyface. Baby no, driver, baby, baby driver. Yeah. Great fucking movie. Oh, was it though? A little bit disapp. I love Baby Driver. Is a great was movie. It, dude. Was it a great movie? Get the fuck out of here! Was it a was great it? movie? I'll tell you a great uh, American film. It's Rocky Balboa. 
He's the greatest. He's he's Italian. Everyone loves Italians. Okay. He knocked out <laughs> Apollo Creed. Okay. He knocked out the black guy. He of course he did because he's white. He's just better. Of course. Of course he did. He's great. <laughs> Who doesn't love an American underdog story? I I'm not an underdog. I wouldn't know what it feels like. I've always been rich. I've always been the greatest ever. <laughs> We're gonna bust out like every episode. We'll have fucking Drew's version of Trump, like do a quick like minute movie <laughs> review. So get this, Tenet, right? Everyone loves Tenet. Christopher Nolan, one of the best, one of the best directors of all time. I didn't get it. I was lost the whole time. So fun, what are we doing? So Inception fun. number two. What is this? <laughs> Fun fucking fact, Drew had to pick up part of a mic stand from my house today. Socially distanced, we were both being respectable with masks on. Anyway, I had to bitch about Tenet for a second. <laughs> I love, I do love a Christopher Nolan film. And the last film, like, I actually really liked Dunkirk. I really did. Dunkirk was a beautiful movie. I love the soundtrack. I like that the set of Trooch is shaking his head like, fuck I you. I actually didn't nope. love Dunkirk, to be honest. I love, I love a lot of Christopher Nolan films, but like, I don't, I I don't know. I just really? I just don't think it was a good story. It wasn't a good I, I agree every one of Christopher Nolan's films are beautiful. The soundtracks are always great. I just didn't get the story. It wasn't a, I don't think they did a very good job telling a story in that film. Yeah, it didn't really point. focus on one character. Yeah. It kind of bounced around a lot between characters. And I just didn't I don't know. I just didn't like that. I don't think it told the great uh, a great I don't know. I don't think it told the story of Dunkirk well. That's just my opinion. <laughs> uh, well, the, of the of of Christopher Nolan's, the last one that I enjoyed was Dunkirk, but I just find like he even Interstellar, like, dude, I was there's just a lot going. Yeah, I was like overrated, right? I liked Interstellar because I think again it, it's a beautiful film, and I think that um, the soundtrack in particular is very moving in that film, and like, but. I, yeah, like in the middle, you're like, "What the fuck is going on here?" And then he's like, "Every fucking film." Yeah, he's like, what? "You're like, in, you're behind a library," and he like makes it shake, and he's like yelling at his son. And you're like, "Oh my god, what's happening? Where, where is he?" If you told me every Christopher Nolan film took place in the same cinematic universe, I would believe totally. you. Totally, you'd be like, "Cause it makes sense. It's all fucking nuts. No, there's no rules in this universe." Everything is, you know, like, if you want to make it up, fine, go ahead. If you want to have cities that just interlap on each other, like it, like in Inception, yeah, no problem. I got it. Like Drew said, his films look incredible. His cinematography, the cinematography he always work with, absolutely, like, breathtaking. The way the soundtrack, like, becomes a character and drives this, like, intensity in his films is always, like, utterly amazing. But I think he just makes things fucking confusing for the sake of making things confusing. All the actors do an incredible job and he attracts these amazing actors. Every film, he's got like someone new and amazing in it. But I just, Jed and I at the end of like, between having like moments of like falling asleep a little bit in Tenet, because it was just two and a half fucking hours of like, oh, I like, there was times we were like, I think I understand what's going (laughs) on. And then we got to the end of the film and we were like, what the fuck did we just watch? And then we still had to watch YouTube videos that they thought if we were following on what the actual plot of the movie was. His movies are beautiful. They're definitely like pieces of cinematic art, but uh, I feel like he just... 
giggles about making something confusing for the sake of making it confusing. Yeah, I think I think he totally does that. He's like, I'm going to try to make this shit so convoluted and so ridiculous that people won't understand what's going on. And it's kind of like, all right, dude, fuck you. Like, we go to the movies for entertainment. Like, like fuck off. I don't want to have to think that hard <laughs> watching your movies, okay? I, I did understand the magician one. You saw that one with Christian Bale and uh, the prestige. No, I didn't, see, didn't that. see that one. Mm-hmm. Christian play Christian Bale plays a magician in like the oh god, it must be like the late eighteen hundreds or early nineteen hundreds or something. It's got Nikola Tesla in it, who's played by fucking Wolverine. But uh, like that's one that made sense to me. But I don't know. I think after the Batman movies, he was just like, I'm just going to make stuff that's going to confuse you, but you'll still like it because it's me. Um, but anyway, yeah, Drew, that's why Drew was talking, going on rants about Tenet, because I, I was saying that, like, I just felt like Tenet was Inception number two, because there was a lot of similarities and, like, visual effects and things like that, but anyway. Do you have any, Politicians. Uh, yeah, do you, I was just going to say, do you have any, um, do you have any bows to wrap on the politician conversation? No. You know, I want to believe in politicians. I, I agree with you. I like the stance. I think there are... I think there are a lot of uh, younger people coming into politics right now that are getting involved with it. Uh, what's that that girl's name? Uh, Greta. Mm, the young. Yeah. I want to yeah, say like, Thumb. Yeah. Thumberg, but I'm, I yeah. know I'm just butchering her last name. I know that's not what it is. Uh, but I love that, like those the potential that people like that and others have. Like, what was the the one of the last? Uh, wasn't there someone who came out who was very vocal about one of the school shootings? In America, it was a girl um, who was getting up. One of them was getting up and she was like just a, a voice for like gun violence yeah. and where we have to draw the line. And um, I love that there's this like younger generation that I think are coming up that we're going to see in the next like, you know, probably 15 to 20 years that are totally going to like change the face of modern American politics as we know. It. I think everything's going to get flipped on its head. I think we're going to see the Electoral College fuck off because we all know that's a bunch oh, of garbage please, and no, no nonsense. Lord, get, it, get it out. It, it is funny how, like, I, I know they're out there, but, like, you don't see a ton of young Republicans voting for Trump, right? Like, I, there is there is a population of young people who votes for Trump, and that's mostly people who have parents who vote for Trump. But, like, in general, that ideology, I think, is dying out of... Uh, you know, it's just like old white dudes you see, you know, in 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 the GOP. So, uh, I'm excited to see where where um, the new politicians bring us, and you know, maybe someday I'll be I'll be a senator. What's up? I can get up there and Good. go. Everybody needs universal basic income. It's important. Everyone needs money to live by. We're going to pass $15 an hour minimum wage. It's going to be great. We're going to make sure that everyone gets college for free. Okay? It's free college, free education. We want to have the smartest country in the world. Because we can get there. We're great people. We're, we're great people. Just don't get... Just please, 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 please. If you ever become a politician, please don't get, talk, get caught talking about grabbing pussies. Okay? Now... Can you you think it's about the crust? It's not about the crust. It's about the cheesecake. 
Oh, jeez. Sorry. I did not have sexual relations with that cheesecake. No, it was an apple pie, right? Yeah. All right, is it... You uh, know when that movie came out real quick, though? When, when that movie came out, I was the age of those guys, so I was all about those movies. Were you fucking apple pies back in the day? Were you just, like, ramming <laughs> a, a nice Dutch apple pie? I've just enjoyed... And why, no, like, I I like apple pie too much to want to fuck it. I want it in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, which is also kind of sexual. Uh, all right, I think it is time for how much... With your host, Vinny. See, all right, let's get straight to the nitty gritty, mate. Uh, all right, here's one. This is the top of my list. I've been holding on to this one for a while. It's definitely one that's geared towards Drew. Sometimes I like like to gear them towards Drew and Chris because I want to see a collective take. But this one's straight for Drew. I'm going to let him finish his drink because he might want to have swallowed that before he listens to what I'm about to lay Go down ahead. on him. Yep. <laughs> How much? To floss your teeth with a stranger's hair. <laughs> I'm fighting back the urge to throw up right now. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I ha- do I have to do every you know, like I have to get everything like all the gaps? Do I have to like yeah? Legit you gotta floss. floss yeah, yeah, you gotta floss like fucking all your teeth, dude. You gotta get in there. I feel like this. I feel like the first few like get between the teeth is gonna be pretty rough for you. I feel like there's gonna be a lot of gag reflex. But I feel like once you, you've done, like, the top row, or I don't know if you go, like, what left and then right or whatever, top and bottom or whatever you do. Like, I usually do the bottom and then do the top. That's how I usually I'm a top, then bottom guy. Although I will say I hate flossing. I need to do it more. Everyone needs to do it probably more. I agree. Yeah, um, I 100% agree. I hate flossing. But it's pretty satisfying. Really? I hate doing it. After you do it. Uh-uh. After you do it, though, it I hurts. feel like my teeth feel great. No, it hurts me. Well, it hurts because you're not doing it enough. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Um, okay. So here's the problem. Okay. You need to have a thick and coarse enough piece of hair or strand of hair to even floss with. So it's going to be dark. It's going to be thick. It's the worst, it's the worst type of, of hair you could, you could even Who's have. Got- this is not like uh, we're not stereotyping races here, but like who of all the races has the <laughs> thickest, most luscious hair? Okay, so hair? you're gonna laugh. You're gonna laugh, but my Asian stepmom. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be right, dude. Okay, okay for. For context, right before we hit record today, Vinny was like, "Yeah, I always." Or did we record that? I can't remember. I can't. No, I think we recorded did it. Did we record it or no? No, no it was before. All right. So, so before, Vinny's like, yeah, somehow your Asian stepmom comes up quite frequently on this podcast. And I'm like, I don't ever remember talking about my Japanese stepmom. But you don't. It's not a lot, but it's enough. It's, it's memorable for me because it's not like you call it by name. You always say my Asian or Japanese stepmom. <laughs> It's like so specific, which I love. It's I almost feel you like you finished saying like my Japanese stepmom and gee, oh, it's great when she comes over. She makes sushi. It's awesome. Like I just feel like it's gonna roll into something that's not true. Oh, it's great. She came over and made ramen. <laughs> like just something completely stereotypical. She is a really good chef, but uh, her forte is actually like probably Italian food. I would say. 
is what she's good at. Like, she's good with, like, pastas oh, and damn, stuff. Oh, damn, dude. Yeah, it's great. I yeah. love having dinner with her. Anyways, she has very thick, coarse hair, so I feel like we could get, like, one or two strands of her hair and, and whip up a, a nice little flossing string. Um, To do my whole mouth. I think I would do it for, like, 500 bucks, to be honest. Okay. Um... Because right. I think you're right. I think the first couple strokes would be pretty gross, and then I think you mentally you could just like get over it and just be like, "All right, I'm just flossing my teeth. Not a big deal. Whatever." Um, I feel like it's gonna be shit to floss teeth with too. But yeah, and, and the other thing too is like, I, I don't know. I can like kind of, you know, with your with your hands, you can kind of keep it out of the rest of your mouth a little bit. You can try to be good. I don't know. Oh man, that sounds terrible. But yeah, five hundred bucks. I think realistically, you could be like, "All right, here's five hundred bucks." Yeah, for me, like if it was a, if I didn't know the source of their hair, like that's right, your stepmom, right? You you you've been around her for a while, not so bad, right? Same as like my wife has pretty. My wife's half Filipino. She has pretty like coarse, thick black hair. Uh, not 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 that's not an issue at all. I would need very little money to do that. Honestly, with my wife's hair, if it's complete strange, like you don't know, it could it could be like maybe there's like some mystical homeless man that comes from like the streets of fucking Mongolia or something, and he's oh, got no. pubes as long as a horse's tail. <laughs> you know, that's where it's fucking wrong, dude. Yeah, that's where I'm just no, like that. Like a uh, stranger would probably add an extra two fifty to five hundred. <laughs> So my wife, I I would, I could do it for shits and giggles. It doesn't bother me at all. I've probably found her hair in more mysterious places. Uh, <laughs> look on Drew's face. She was like, "Oh, you kept pulling it out of your butthole yeah, like it was a magic scarf." Yeah, of course, my just a rainbow my mind scarf went straight to bumhole. He's like, "Oh, I found another one of your hairs. Do you want it back?" Really, I know you know that too. You got a dog too. When your dogs fucking take a shit <sighs> and it's hanging from their bum by hair, that like that makes me. I'm such a child. I laugh at that kind of stuff so much. Like when your dogs just struggling with their like, <laughs> they're, they're still like they kind of got their bum yeah, down like, a little bit, but they're not all the way down. My asshole, can, like. <laughs> Let's real quick though. I know we're, we're classic without definite. I'm going off topic. How do you pull that out? What do you go? Do you go like double rubber glove? No, just you get just some paper, paper towel. towel. You go there with the yeah. paper towel. Yeah. I'm actually not that sometimes bad with like used... dog poop and stuff like that. Like sometimes I used to get sticks and like chopstick it out. Yeah. I I mean my, my I used to my <laughs> the way that my my parents had me pick up my dog poop growing up was with gloves, like with two plastic gloves on. <laughs> so like I'm very comfortable with like touching dog poop and stuff. I mean obviously not with like my bare hands, but like. I don't know. Although it was, it was the... pretty bad, like one of my one of Haley's mom's dogs shit on our walk, and it was in the neighbor's yard, and it's just like not one. Of, you just can't leave it. You can't leave it if it's in a neighbor's yard, you know. Um, and it was pretty wet. Like it wasn't very solid, and that was pretty bad. Like that was <laughs> that was not very good. And I actually got was... some poop on my fingers that 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 time. It was terrible. God, and it felt that was warm the first time. Oh. Drew regretted picking up a dog shit with paper towel. No, we had like one of those doggy bags, but but when it's wet like that, there's not a lot of room for air there. 
I'm not squirmish about like the smell or anything. Yes, it smells bad, but it's the warmth. Yeah, the warmth it's is, the is warmth. fucking me up, right? Like that that fucks you up. <laughs> the warmth always you pick it up, you're like, Oh, this is the temperature of the internal parts of your body. Uh anyway, off topic. Uh okay. Yeah, strange my wife's I could do with my wife's hair for shits and giggles. Drew's not a hair person at all, so he's gonna need some money even for uh his Japanese stepmom. <laughs> That's what she's just knowing us on this on this podcast. She doesn't, she doesn't even come close to this podcast, so I'm not, I don't feel bad. But like, her name is Akiko. Just just so everyone knows. Uh, we've talked about it for years. You know, we, this podcast has been going on for longer than a year now. But we talked about doing t-shirts. I think our first t-shirt's going to say Japanese stepmom. <laughs> My Japanese stepmom. Uh, my Japanese stepmom. It sounds like a band name, uh, honestly. Like my chemical romance. Like my Japanese stepmom. <laughs> what do you think it is? It's like cute pop rock? Yeah, it's like it's kinda like yeah, absolutely. It's like it's it's in the same vein as like the nineteen seventy five, you know, like yeah, kind of fuck. it's got some They've got like a really some, unique keyboardist. Yeah, absolutely. Some synth, some synth, some good dirty synth in there. My Japanese stepmom. <laughs> oh, you haven't heard the band, My Japanese Stepmom? You're uh, missing out. Strangest... You're missing out on MJS. They're strong, bro. MJS <laughs> is strong, dude. I saw them live one time at the Casbah out in San Diego, dude. I was right front row, dude. MJS is strong. <laughs> No shit though. Casbar is a great place to see a band. I've seen like a reasonable amount of bands there. It's small, I, it's dude. Always... It's crazy. It's crazy how oh, small. Oh, I love that though, because you're right there with the band. Though I love yeah. that. I felt like I made um, eye contact one time. I went down and we we saw this band called Oh Wonder, and it's it's a, a girl and a guy. And I was with Haley, and I swear to God, the girl made eye contact with me right during like the most sensual song that they sing together. She was just like locked eyes. It's not something I I've ever told Haley. But I, I couldn't I couldn't keep I didn't keep eye contact because you know I had my girl in my arms you know what are you gonna do? But she locked eyes. It felt like she was singing to me. That's how close it is. <laughs> That's the most stalker shit I've ever heard you say. <laughs> yeah, she was looking directly at me, even though there was a crowd of people that were right next to me and behind me. Uh, okay, uh, strangers here. Like that's the problem. You don't know where the strangers here, where they've been, how clean they are. Uh, strangers here, I would say two fifty. Yeah, I don't have a problem. It, like hair doesn't really bother me. I mean, I'm not particularly fond of getting a hair in my food, but you know, I can deal with it. But flossing your teeth, like that's getting in there too. What if there's something on it? You know, like oh, real dirty hair. It's getting down some in the gums, dude. dude. A nice little louse just, <laughs> oh, just waiting for you. God, oh, dude. Man. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> We're done talking about this. I'm going to throw up on air. All right. That was how uh, That was how much with your host, Vinny. That was a good one. I hate you for that, by the way. I, I just, like, have to gag every time you say that. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of Without Definite Aim. Be sure you check out our Instagram page, at Without Definite Aim Podcast on Instagram. There's great content on there. It's beautiful. It's lovely. 
Vinny puts a lot of effort into that, and I and I just look at it and I go, "That looks great, partner," and uh, he posts it. Um, and and Jen also, his wife uh, has has put some effort into into the stuff on there. So so check it out, engage with us, comment. We love to hear from you. It'd be great. You can find our podcast at uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music literally anywhere pretty much these days so check us out subscribe rate and review that would mean a lot to us um yeah anything else for us finny you do no, any- give us give us feedback like do you like these one topics i i like it i i i've been enjoying this it's just it's something new uh you want us to talk about something give us one word just write dicks write hot dogs write Anything that is phallus shaped, and we'll yeah. fucking go on a random tangent about it for a fucking Honestly, hour. Honestly, I, I could probably about I could talk about dicks for a good hour at least. So if you know if you want to hear about dicks, let me know. We'll do a we'll do a whole episode about Drew's Japanese stepmom. MJS, dude, my my Japanese stepmom. Check him out. Link it, link it, link in the bio, dude, to my MJS, my Japanese stepmom. Let it be known, though, by the way, if I ever come up with, if I ever am in a band or ever come up, you know, like have any musical creation, the band name is going to be my Japanese stepmom. Like 100%, it has to be MJS. Love it. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. you. We will see you very soon, as as soon as next week. We'll catch you guys. Bye. All right, peace.